like cooking a mama why did they make have to make a wii version you know like that shit worked on them because he wants you to do the motions right and i want to freaking yeah. bash the hammer meat, okay <laughs> with my wii mode what is going on my chum buckets this is the Wii Power Hour, a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. I am your student council president, Peter, and here is the rest of the student council with me. I got my vice president, Lance. What's poppin', my peeps? I got my treasurer, Kai. What's what's, what's doing, my doo-doos? Oh, no. And my secretary, Matt. Hey, why am I secretary? <laughs> I want to be the bodyguard because I got more votes than you. Yeah, you're you're definitely not a bodyguard. You're just gonna post your picture up on all over the internet. We'll, we'll have people vote on why you're not a bodyguard. So cool. Hey guys, welcome. This is the second episode of the We Power Hour. Uh, we have both episodes up on the first week that we are starting uh, the whole uh, channel and everything like that. So I hope you guys listen to both of them. And we're just going to go straight into things. We got a little bit of news today because uh, there's some interesting stuff that uh, came out this week. So first, a uh, big shout out to uh, to the three mangas that ranked in the New York Times bestseller of uh, graphic novels in September. Uh, we have uh, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, and uh, Junji Ito's Venus in the Blind Spot. So My Hero at number seven. Demon Slayer number 12 and uh, In the Blind Spot at number 15. So uh, kudos to them. I'm sure uh, that's not going to be like the last time we're ever going to see that. Uh, I know like My Hero has ranked in it before in like different months. Uh, looks like One Punch Man has ranked in it as well and uh, Dragon Ball Super ranked on that in October. So let's hope to see more of that so we can see more uh, manga on the western side it's kind of crazy um i just saw this photo that um it was like a picture of barnes and nobles and mm. like uh, it's, it's a picture of barnes and nobles like a couple years back where the whole section you know is like american comics you know you got your rows of dc comics and you got your rows of uh, marvel comics and other you know graphic novel type of stuff you know american american stuff you know mm -hmm. and then it was a picture to now same you know it's those same bookshelves but it's uh just manga instead yeah they they have like a like a dedicated section now yeah it's uh, kind of crazy yeah i remember when like was it i don't know like 2006 or seven and we had like that borders if anyone remembers borders i just probably like yeah my home I call myself out there and how old i am but uh, oh yeah that place that uh i would read all the books and not buy anything yes yeah. but i remember it was like it wasn't really like a dedicated section for manga it was like kind of like off in a corner and it wasn't really like that organized it wasn't like you know how like in like barnes and nobles they'll they'll have like a uh like a recommendation or like they like curated like oh this is what this uh, is the best book of the year or like, oh, this is like a good book if you're feeling up for like mystery or something like that. 
Like manga didn't have any of that. It was just like on the bookshelves to happen to have to have, and then uh, all of a sudden, like flash forward to twenty twenty is like now we like get curated sections like we would do like in in Japan. So yeah, I was surprised. Um, like my local library, I'm walking in there just, and they have an entire dedicated section to manga. Like there's just, you know, like how you would look up at the the dividers along the ceilings that says like, oh, mm -hmm. um, fiction, nonfiction, non uh, self help, yeah. um, and then, uh, right, not even like in the back reject corner. No, in the front, they have, um, right next to, um, uh, well, uh, young adult or young adult um uh, novels right behind there is an entire section manga. of manga and you've That's got crazy. every shonen under the sun not even just like um oh your basics you got like kind of like obscure stuff too like uh i think uh actually saw like berserk there which uh yeah that's more more like <laughs> yeah yeah like more mature readings not just you know like uh of course they had like dragon ball and they had um uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, but they also had like a little bit more mature stuff as well, which I was really surprised about. And isn't it like you're supposed? It's not like the library is like getting these books for like their own benefit. Isn't it like people gotta like submit, like, hey, I really want to read this book. Can you yeah. like, please try to get it and like put it in the that's budget? The, yeah, that's how the library works. You, it's um, supply and demand. Like, if yeah. there's a need for these kind of materials, if people are requesting them then yeah they're gonna seek them out and stock their shelves with it yes look at that man more tunies in the next generation it's like we won't be alone we'll be like 40 by the time like the tunie race starts like coming on up and then we'll probably be too old to be doing this kind of stuff but uh, uh, what are you talking about man i'm saying to <laughs> tunie for life <laughs> oh tunie for life bro <laughs> fuck family Fuck a normal life. Tune you for life. Uh, all right. Uh, and the last bit of news for this week. It's... I don't want to say it's a big one, but it's an interesting one. Uh, Twitter recently had, like, this big uproar. Uh, someone tweeted out that a uh, hey gal face, if, uh, if you don't know what it is, it's kind of like... Uh, a hentai term for like I'm trying to like weird explain this, but it's like no, a please, please. <laughs> like a hentai term for girls that are having like an orgasm and they like their eyes are crossed, their tongue is out, they're drooling. It's supposed to be the kind of like a very like uh hyperbole, erotic. yeah, erotic. erotic orgasm face. Uh, so course on the Western side, a lot of people find that kind of weird. But some have also uh, grown accustomed to it and have like adopted that kind of face. Uh, for all you degenerates out there, I'm pretty sure you've seen like probably your one of your favorite cosplayers, or your sexy cosplayers. They probably did that face in probably like their OnlyFans or like whatever else they were uh, they post on. So uh, someone tweeted out uh, that the Ahegao face is racist to Japanese people. Oh. Yeah. So she says, 
Uh, a key point in understanding why this isn't ethical for non-Asians, especially white people, to do is acknowledging that they're stereotypical specific to the sexuality of women in color, which consistently disempowers us. Uh, just to do a little excerpt on it, uh, it's most often performed by underage female characters in hentai manga who are overwhelmed by pleasure without their consent. This is an extreme version of submissive slut ideal thrust upon Asian women. And uh, yeah, she she keeps going and on and on. Uh, I will I will link uh, like that whole article for for you guys to read if you guys want to like go down that rabbit hole. It is a big rabbit hole. Uh, a lot of people were agreeing to it, but then a lot of people are, are like, "Come on, it it is it is just it is just sex. It doesn't have to be anything uh, racist or political or anything like that." Uh, just want to uh, get you guys' feel on: Do you think uh, Ahigao faces are racist to Asians? Ah, the high impact sexual violence. Um, <laughs> so, high impact sexual violence. I mean, I, I don't think that's racist. Uh, if people make that face, like the Ahe Gao face is, it's an anime trope. Uh, and I, quite frankly, don't know of anybody who does that. That's not like in a a way that's directly parroting anime or uh, even like just making fun of the trope. Uh, yeah to uh it's like a kink yeah i don't really associate that with like in any way like disempowering uh yeah women that yeah because that that's a stereotypical thing of a japanese woman right like they're timid they're shy they're submissive and like the ahegao face kind of i guess what some people think it embodies that that ideal and that's why uh, that's why this uh, this girl thought it was racist. Uh, so she tweeted it out. Uh, I feel like the oh. average person, uh, I'm thinking mostly like Belle Delphine um, fans. Uh, I don't think the average person really associates that with like Asian culture. Uh, and the people who are aware that it's from Asian culture, I imagine they would see it more as like a joke rather than something serious. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of wish I had like, like, I can like get a poll of like, like Western people that have have like witnessed Ahigao faces, and then to be like, where is this from, or what do you think of uh, race when you see this? Because it's like I can't imagine a lot of them like, hey, that's Japanese, that's a Japanese ass face. Like, exactly, I... it's like uh, you know an expression of pleasure. Yeah, that's basically what it is, right? And I don't know why, it, like, there needs to be like. Uh, it's just labeled Ahigao with a Japanese name because, you know, it's it's quite common in Japanese literature. <laughs> Is it? Does it does it mean like, I, I literally, like in particular or? visual literature? I don't know. I'm talking about like manga or doujins and shit. Oh, okay. I uh-huh. didn't know if it like had some kind of like like a specific meaning where you like take each syllable and no, no, no. people just kinda it, like it, spun it, it out just, of control. It, it's I mean, just doesn't Ahigao just mean like um like overly expressive and then gal's like face right yeah yeah so and it's just an expressive face you know it's just an expression of pleasure and that's also just known what it is. as the o face in 
that's what Wikipedia just told me as I'm like looking this up as I go. <laughs> well, that's not really accurate either. I think Ahe Gala um, can be simplified as eyes back, tongue out. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's pretty specific. It's not just any kind of old face. Hell yeah, dude. Um, it's just, but that's why, like that's why it's so well defined that it's uh, it's just it's a trope. It's like who is this person? Like, why is this? I'm not, I'm not okay. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm not. I'm not shitting yeah. on you. I'm not shitting you. Shitting on your choice of news because you know, you, this is a pretty funny topic to talk about. But it who is. the fuck is this chick to say? Oh, that's racist. You're that's not even, like the person. The person who's like tweeting. She's like just from her picture, like not saying, like not being racist or anything. She doesn't look Japanese, and like, it's like you know, if you're gonna say it's a Japanese thing by you know saying it's a racist, like. Who are you to like actually comment about it? Like, now, I don't even think Japanese people find it racist. Like, yeah, no, exactly, that's, exactly. That's not exactly. Even, like, the main problem here is uh, that she's not of the Japanese race. I think like uh, an argument is valid if it's even if it's observed from a different ethnicity, it doesn't make any less true. The problem here is that it's just not true. What her argument exactly, is exactly. Yeah, yeah. She probably just finds I got offensive in general or something that portrays women in that way. Maybe she's like a feminist or something. That's I what know. I thought. But like looking through this, she she very she like very specifies that it is more on like uh, Asian culture and more how Asian culture Asian yeah. women are perceived in the eyes of you know others. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. Just uh, just looking through the news for this week, I just, this is like the craziest one, and I, I wanted to see how mad Kai could get, because, like, I, I'm pretty sure none of us finds this racist or even anywhere close to demeaning like, in any way. Not really. And on the list me. of yeah, on <laughs> the list dating. of uh, things that are racist against Asians in like Western culture, I feel like this is like really not. Not even close. Are that not even anywhere close to the middle of the list? Yeah, I agree. Okay, and that is all the news that we have. Uh, not much news this week. That was pretty. That was a pretty big one that we had. Uh, so uh, we're gonna talk about next is the anime that we have watched this week. Uh, we don't. We haven't started watching a lot of anime together uh for this season so uh just to give you guys like a little uh heads up for incoming episodes in the future for the fall season we are gonna try to attempt to watch at least 10 animes uh and then we'll we'll talk about it during the podcast we'll tell you what the 10 are soon we're, we're gonna have like a pretty much uh long discussion on which ones we're going to choose uh so i hope you guys uh look forward to that but uh let's get let's get into the swing of things with uh, the anime that we watched this week let's start with uh let's start with god of high school how do you guys feel about this week's episode of god of high school i feel like i'm finally getting some kind of semblance of understanding just what the power leveling <laughs> system is for this anime because for the longest yeah, time i was yeah. thinking Oh, it's just like, uh, it's just a showing of different martial arts fighting each other. But now all of a sudden we have 
just JoJo powers. We have with, a power system, yeah. Yeah, with people able to summon stands, people who are not able to do that, and being able to, um, uh, their charyoke, I believe it's called, uh, being yeah. able to, being able to conjure up, uh, like a manifestation of. Uh, some kind of semblance of your power that's like a big deal and that's what sets you apart from like the weaker characters um as we saw mira finally unlocked her her chario uh so i feel like i finally understand just what direction we're going in here as far as what is considered strong and what's considered weak uh, yeah i'm kind of like a little bit disappointed though like i should have seen it coming this is like 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 your cookie cutter like shonen style right like everyone has like this power system and depending how the unique power yeah how far you dip into it like it just shows differently i was kind of thinking this is going to be like just straight up like like all like the martial arts styles that you know is like humanly possible that people Mm -hmm. have practiced and then we just see that like consistently because i because i for one i imagine like crunchyroll is the one that like uh sponsored this show so I thought it was going to be kind of like they're going to mocap the fighting styles a little bit and like be able just to like, you know, put the animation on top of the mocap so we can actually see like a true fighting style to it. Because uh, none of us went in reading the manga or reading the webtoon for it. So like none of us knew what to expect. But uh, I'm a tiny little bit disappointed that we're not like getting into it. Now we're just people are just getting eaten by sharks like nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cheap. Like some of the characters' powers, like the shark guy, he just stands there and the shark like just shark eats, eats him. The opponent. Yeah, it doesn't do when anything. Martial arts, <laughs> like I, like I don't, I don't know what it <laughs> you, is. You call throwing dynamite martial art? Yeah, whatever gets the job done. Like, <laughs> thank like you, Raph, Clint, What is the Clint Eastwood right there? <laughs> what is the the call on? Uh, just this dude getting impaled by shark fangs like yeah because because some of the other guys are like pretty like spot on and they're, like they're pretty interesting to to see except for that one guy like, a couple episodes ago that had like that that joker scythe uh licking uh monster that he summoned behind him i know like straight out shaman I king but yeah i didn't i didn't really get that whatsoever but you know it is what it is okay uh the next one that i think we watched was Fire Force, right? Fire, Fire Force. Force. How'd you guys feel yeah. about this week's episode of Fire Force? I I really liked it. You know, we're finally figuring out what the whole the backstory is, and uh, you know, we had uh, we had those tidbits in the beginning of each episode uh, in the first season and stuff, and now we're finally like understanding what the it's all Ama- coming Ama- together. Ama- Ama- yeah. Ama- yeah. is the giant building oh, and then the fact yeah. that there's like you know in this this week's episode we found out that you know it's powered by actual just normal humans that have uh you know these powers yeah the so, you know, burst yeah yep. so you know it's kind of wild excited. they're just burning in there there's just they just burning in yeah, they're there just consistently and... burning energy that's why i'm like i'm excited because like i read ahead and so like this is kind of like we're kind of done with the whole like explaining the backstory to it and then now we're going to like start pitting in like trials and like obstacles that these guys have to go through to uh you know figure out what the the church is doing so i also really like how the fact that 
when you go so fast, you like become particles. That that's that's so interesting. Is it? You know, is so it? Many, Does me, Flash it is, not do that? There's like so many characters that go fast, you know, but they don't like dissolve into particles, you know. I don't know if Flash does that for. I don't, I'm, I don't not, know yeah, I'm trying to think like the, all the other speed demons that we have out there. But like it's it's kind of cool, and the fact that the whole fight they're doing like this whole you know ricocheting around, kicking around and shit, it all happens in one second. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Like it, it it happens over like I don't know two three minutes of the anime, but it's but, one yeah, it's second. Like one second. It's kind of wild. The... The end of season one kind of like gave like that prelude to what uh, his powers were going to be. Yeah. Like this, like he kicks so fast that like it just breaks like the the the, the sound barrier and everything else. The space possible. time continuum. Yeah, so <laughs> you're definitely gonna see more of that. He'll, he'll definitely do more of those uh, kicking man fire kicks. So I'm excited. Okay. Uh, the next one that we watched was ReZero. And, uh, I mean, Lance just giving me the fucking guns of blazing that he's got is, something to Izzy say. Izzy Kidna not just the new best girl? Like... She, she is good. She is good. He is, like, slowly, like, I, like at first I was like, he was, he's building a harem. But then, like, the contents of the anime in season one were like, there's no way he can survive to even, like, you know, say I love you to a girl. But then, like, now slowly we're getting back to, like, hey, you know what? Let's not forget, this guy is a Isekai main character. He's got to get his girls. Like, he's already got Rem and Amelia. Now he's got Echidna. He's got that little little girl with the uh, the red bow that, uh, that started working Petra. at the mansion. Yeah, Petra. And he's probably going to get the rest of the witches. He, I mean, I, maybe I not. My I don't Rem know back. the witches are, uh, you know, kind of... Rem's dead, Ugh. by the way. Stop <laughs> uh, it. She's in a You're hurting me. She's probably gonna die a couple more times. You're hurting me. I did me. like, Stop uh, was it the, the, the Wrath one? The Witch of Wrath? I thought she was pretty interesting. The fact she's that she, like, uh, the boobies. Not what you'd expect from, yeah, uh, when you hear like, Wrath, it's yeah, almost like a little wrath. backwards. But she wants to save everyone. She wants to be, like, a hero. That's, like, I don't know. That was, like, interesting, because I'm I wondering... Because this this show does like such a heel turn where it's just like we think it's one thing, and then it's like nah, bro, it's it's totally fucked up. You thought wrong, and then like this this wrath girl is like, hey, you know what? She's actually the most evil out of all of them. I'm like I don't know, it's possible. <laughs> I uh, during this quarantine period, I recently watched the whole Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and you know in that show you got all the you know whatever, the greeds, the, the deadly, deadly sins, deadly the sins, seven yeah. deadly sins, and you know. Uh, no relation to the anime. It's kind of, it's a little, it's a little deja vu and then, you know, you get Wrath from ReZero, and you get Wrath from uh, Full Metal, and I'm just, like, there's like this big disconnect going inside my head. <laughs> okay, I got it. It's been so long that I watched Full Metal Alchemist. Ah. Oh. Because you're more attracted to the pecs than you are with the boobs. That's what it is. I just looked up a picture of uh, of Wrath. It's just Wrath. all. It's just all of them, you know. It's just. Yeah, but if you think about it, like I guess ReZero is trying to go for like the full like seven witch 
witch route, right? Where like it's seven females that are the deadly sins. So, and they all like they they all like at at face value they don't look like they're they're deadly sin. But then like when you get to like know them, like the gluttony girl, I'm pretty sure when we all saw her at first, we were like, who the fuck is? I thought she was sloth. She was like in bondage, whips and chains exciter. Yeah, she was um, talking like in a really slow like cadence. She was in a mecha sort of like a weird like Mother Three spider mecha, but uh, she started drooling because she wanted to eat people or she always hungry. It's what a yeah. I was kind of like under the assumption that uh, the twist is that she's restrained like that because like she wants to eat people. <laughs> it has to be because she was she was salivating at the the, the idea of eating Subaru up. <laughs> Then again, though, I feel like Echidna also salivates at that idea of eating Subaru up, but in a different way. Yum. Yum. I think Yum. what I like most about Echidna's character is that uh, she brings out just like the absolute Chad in Subaru, which I think <laughs> <laughs> I think is something that we don't think about too much because uh, he's such like a, a stereotypical like deluded uh, otaku. But true, uh, he has some good lines, uh, some good banter with her. Uh, he he feels like it's kind of like his most natural state, right? Yeah, like, it's really Subaru, like 100%. Yeah, he doesn't really have to, like, force anything or feel like he has to, like, think before he speaks. It just kind of happens with her. Yeah, sound really strong, sound really competent, or sound, like, really, like, um, like a nine shining armor for Amelia. He's just kind of himself. Yeah, which is, like... Man, that's crazy to think that, like, like com coming into season two, we're like Rem, 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 and then like Rem went to sleep, and we're like, Amelia, Amelia, and then now it's just like a kid, nah, <laughs> Yeah, it's like we're like that kinet chain, like just like blasted on by, and we all just like hopped on, and then we all got kicked off immediately because only one person can ride that train, and that's Subaru, so. And then uh, the last one that we watched for the week was uh, Sword Art Online. And uh, just going to like hand it over to Kai, our Sword Art Online uh, fanatic. I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm at a loss for words. I'm super happy that Kayaba Akihiko, the, the guy who created Sword Art Online, also known as Heathcliff, came out because I thought he was going to pop out in the underworld and when they were fighting or something as like this fucking, you know, guy with his lab coat just being like, sup, scrubs, you know? But he comes out <laughs> in this like robot suit that looks like it's something from like the jetsons or something you know i i, I don't know it, it's just weird it's just it's it was so weird that he showed up yeah man it, when it, is this dude gonna stay dead it wasn't the right place for him to come up see i wanted to see him because like in the in, in the canyon the story itself like we all it's it's been said that he uploaded his whole self his brain into the internet to like the network and he's helped kirito like here and there but i i didn't think he's gonna help you know the gang 
by becoming this robot dude that looks too human-like. The fact that he blow, he like gets blown up, right? And he falls to the ground. Dude, he looks like a fucking, like an actual, like, I don't know, the body when he's on the ground looks like a girl. Literally like a woman that's like fell yeah, on the ground. Yeah, he's wearing like and, a Metroid suit. Yeah, and it's just like... I don't know, no matter if this is 2026, I don't think robotics is that good to make it look like an actual human. Like, I wish they made it, you know, it would have been a little you bit more, de- like, <laughs> it would have been more like, oh, okay, if had, it looked uh, more robotic looking. Like a Wally robot instead? Just a little yeah, you know what? Like yeah, a Wally robot? Can. It would have been fine. I would have been fine. But see, I didn't like how Rinko the... The lady scientist that was on the the boat with them, like I don't like, like I understand that she she was like, oh my lover, you know, but like dude, it's just the, ro- the like you know Kaiva is just possessing this ro- electronic robot. Like why is she bawling her eyes out? Like he's dying in there, you know, like as he he's in the suit like Iron Man or something. It's like a dude. He's just gonna go back into the system, like no big deal. But yeah. she's like, "Oh no!" Oh, but I'm what is the like... possibilities that he can't transfer his mind back into wherever? Where is he? Oh. Where? Where's exactly like his hub right now with his his mind? Man, no he's clue. in the cloud, man. He's in the cloud, dude. Oh my you god! You know the cloud. It's, it's like it's like the idea that him. I can I can I can like download a photo from Google Drive from any device. It's like that, you know. He's in the class. Wow. So he's everywhere. Yeah. So he's, he's always going to shop every season and just like have a cameo. Yeah. That's the knowledge that the most, we at the most convenient time. Is but that he's like, never going away. But like, why though? I don't, I don't know. Like, don't know. is it just like they're like making the story and like, oh, wait, like this doesn't make sense. Like, we can't save everyone. How are we going to make this convenient? Oh, I know. Let's just pull this guy out from season one, and he'll do everything that w- would make no sense, but makes sense to like. No, but he's helped out in other parts, other parts too. But like, okay, but why? We'll what does he need final, to help for? We'll see. The world, War of the Underworld, isn't the final season. This coming season is this coming arc. This big uh, arc is uh, the actual final, final arc for Sword Art Online, according right. to the creator so well maybe maybe that's where we figure out like where what where what is he where is he you know what did he want to do by releasing the seed to the world this, i don't know this is going to come like full circle it's like he started out as the main villain and we'll end with him as the main villain oh yeah yeah of course he's a villain but but you know he's not really like i wouldn't say he's evil you know he, he just was like you know what I'm going to try to have a little science experiment that involves uh, 10,000 people. Um, Did he rape someone in season one? No, that that wasn't him, but... Uh, No, no. (laughs) That guy's like thinking, it's like all the math problems in his head is like, wait a minute. (laughs) There's so many many people. Was he one of them? Yeah. No, no, no. He he just wanted to have his little castle because he had his, his, his dream. To make a castle and then see see what happens, and then he was like, "All right, well, shit, I'm I'm gonna get I don't want to get arrested, so you know what? I'm just gonna upfold my brain in a cloud," and and that's what he did. He you was know, like, he he got away from the police. He was like, "Suckers!" 
He's like the equivalent of like if you he's not evil. I think at this point we've established he's not, but he's basically the equivalent of like if you let loose a bull in a china shop, but that bull also had like amazing programming skills and like Batman levels of wealth. <laughs> and then he just decided, I'm just gonna kill like a thousand people and see what happens. I mean he just sounds bored at this point. I I mean that is the premise of his character is like just boredom like, incarnate. He's just trying to save Kirito to make him to make sure he makes it to the final season, so then he can challenge him again and he can feel something in life. Oh my God, Kaiba is just a metaphor for the viewers who want Sword Art Online to keep having more seasons. That's why you like him so much, Kai. You want more seasons of Sword Art Online? You want him to keep Come. helping Kirito save him so that he will keep making more You're seasons. Yeah, go ahead and transfer out of here and go into another uh, part of You're killing me. Oh, Stop man. It. That's going to be great. I guess we'll, we'll, you know what? Didn't really care for Sword Art, but now since like you explained this to me, now I'm like more interested to see how stupid this guy can be. Like I'm looking forward to him now. So. What a... <laughs> uh. All right. So that is all the anime that we watched for the week. Uh, now we're going to try to jump into some of the topics that we had for this week. Uh, last week, well not last week, but last episode, we talked about uh, some of our favorite characters that we uh, that we liked, a male and a female. Um, now I kind of want to flip it to the other side, because it's mostly protagonists that we have liked. But uh, let's talk a little bit about some antagonists that we like in some of the shows, and uh, and we can explain why we, why we like those guys. So let's start with uh, Matt first. Uh, my favorite antagonist, well, he's not like the main antagonist, but he's one of a big one. He's from Trigun. His name is Legato Blue Summers. Oh, I think and you're that... the only one that's watched Trigun on this, in this group. Oh, well, I can explain what he does. He, um, Vash, the main guy, he never killed anyone on purpose before, but he destroyed a whole city with people in it because his brother, um, unlocked his weapon that... Went went off and destroyed the city, but he never killed anyone intentionally. So he had this role model in life. Her name was Rem, and she said, "Never take another person's life, no matter what." And the gods of Blue Summers is one fucked up dude. Like he's super overpowered and everything, but instead of just killing Vash, he's he made Vash kill him instead. Wow, he fucking pulled the Uno reverse card on him. <laughs> yeah, he, he is really that why your name like... is Legato in like I'm just all thinking the... that. Hold on, this dude's name is Legato. Steam <laughs> and like all the games that we play. Is that why that's yep. your gamer tag? Is Legato? Yep. So you wanted to be doing. evil this entire time? Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's obviously evil. <laughs> he's like works out his right arm's deltoids every damn day of his life. Wow, that's crazy to think that we had an antagonist in this uh, in this friend group for so many years, and we didn't like he didn't reveal himself yet until now. It's like one My. of those like plot twists that is not important, but is also <laughs> like one of those like mind fucky twists. Yeah, it's just like Kaiba coming in for like no reason, and just deciding to be a part of Sword Art again. This is like, wow. Wasn't wow, expecting it. What a guy. I don't think I really needed it, but now I have it, and now I don't know what to do with it. 
Did you pick that name specifically so that, like, years later, we'd have a podcast <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, just offhandedly, like, my name is based off of, like, a villain from... A villain that, like, <laughs> reversed the main character to kill him and kill everyone else. So, yeah. It's just a badass name, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, let's go with the... Let's go with Lance next, and a tag uh, that you like. So, it's not like a a full on anime series, but it was a movie. Uh, my favorite antagonist is Lady Eboshi from Princess Mononoke. Uh, of course. And she's hot. No, it's not even that. I mean, okay, yeah, <laughs> she is, but uh, it's it's just. How amazing her character is like she's half the reason why i've watched princess mononoke like five times it's uh she's just one half of this masterpiece of a, a story she's a sympathetic really competent villain uh she kicks ass in a fight and she just you kind of you understand why she does the things she does why she's like terrorizing uh burning down the the forest and just upsetting the balance of nature, you get it because you kind of want to root for her to make a better life for her people. But oh yeah, not like a true villain, right? Like she, if like you were like in reasons. her shoes, you mm -hmm. would. You would, like, probably do the same thing if you have people you're looking after. Yeah, yeah she could definitely be a hero from our perspective. But for the sake of the story, what she's doing is just ruining the lives of not just uh, the forest spirits, but. Uh, other humans like uh, the protagonist. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And damn, is she badass? Like she just like fucking, or she just like blew the head off of that the monster, and she's just like, I'm fucking grab it, grab it. And it's just like, oh man, she's like no holds bar. She's like willing to like fucking go down for her ideals. Oh, my favorite fight is when she like actually fights with um, uh. The actual lead girl. Uh, that was just such a beautifully animated fight. Alright. Uh, Kai? Alright. An antagonist that you like? So this isn't really just a singular antagonist. But uh, throughout the series, throughout the Gundam series, I like the antagonist in basically all this, most series that I've watched. Like, basically, the idea of Gundam is, like, two space countries that have two different point of views, and it's just that the story is set from one side of that, you know? So, like, the like from both point of views, the other side's evil, and, you know, they're just, it's just, like, this whole space political thing, where... No one's really evil, but they just have different views, and they're just fighting over it. How how deep does like do you like see like the like quote unquote the antagonist like the other empire? Like how deep of a story do you get on that side, or is it just kind of like little flashes here and there? You have to like connect it together. Uh, I think you get a good amount. Like um, personally, I I grew up with Gundam Seed, and in Gundam Seed, it's um. You got your, you know, naturals, your normal people, and you got your coordinators who were uh, genetically enhanced people. 
and you know genetically enhanced people can do you know a bunch of stuff they're just a lot better people you know people like fast athletic smart and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh, uh they ha- they live in their own country coordinators live in their own country the naturals live in their own countries and but they hate each other because you know you know like i would hate them you know if they right. had powers if, if you were and, like yeah on that side and then you know they and then as the other you know su- you know the coordinators you're like you know why are they bothering us you know like you know we want to live in peace and all these kind of stuff going on but you know the, from each point of view they're they're like good people yeah but if you were on that side it, yeah yeah but just because the story is set from one side's perspective you see them as bad people but as you watch the series you're like okay maybe they're not really bad people at all but it's just this whole misunderstanding miscommunication and politics that just causes a bunch of people dying on robots i think that's the cool thing <laughs> i'm pretty sure not a- like only anime does this but like in in most like storytelling the like the main antagonist or like the villain of the story like if you're like in their shoes and you see like their like perspective or you're on their side they are like heroes on on that side and there's always like two like different sides of a coin and like you know whichever side you were on like overall it's still good it's just ideals are clashing with each other and then yeah uh it just makes them evil you know um i guess i have a little more light-hearted antagonist uh in mine uh he he doesn't really like i guess i wouldn't really call him like the the main antagonist but uh hisoka from hunter x hunter uh i feel like is a very good like reoccurring ideal of of a power that uh gone has not realized yet kind of like a good uh parameter of just like hey this guy is at the top and i gotta i gotta like get myself better and better uh as the series goes to meet him there um because i know i guess more of like a rival would be a better term but he soka wants to like he wants to kill god so i don't know like rivals really want to do that with each other but uh i always think that's like a really like a cool idea where just like he purely wants to see Gon get better so they can have a better fight kind of like i guess like dragon ball z because <laughs> dragon ball z has a lot, like a lot of those kind of villains so is there any villains like not not the ones that you guys mentioned but any villains in general you would want to see like a like a, a anime series like focus on them like we just purely see uh like a hisoka like full 12 episodes and we just see like his storyline and then we get to like delve in deeper any any characters that comes to mind oh yeah uh annie from uh attack on titan and they actually in fact that's such a good idea thank you lance that they actually did a spin-off with a, a light novel of her actually as the protagonist and then they uh animated it too because she's such a great character yeah second place goes to annie leonhardt from uh attack on titan <laughs> yeah, he is like smiling from like ear to ear right there because he just thought he soft cancer right there uh i mean yeah i mean like why not right like people i feel like people love antagonists more than a protagonist uh more I, times than not so, yeah like why not 
have like I more think there's though. a saying somewhere as so a good protagonist um can run the show but a great antagonist will make you see the show to the end mm. uh and i think that goes uh i think that really reflects on like the power that uh, you can have a good protagonist but the best conflicts are and are uh, the best stories are built on a antagonist that is relatable and and it's pushing the protagonist a lot yeah a powerful antagonist it, it, it really makes a show anyone else no we're all good kai's thinking you guys can't see this but kai's like really thinking hard about probably putting kaiba in there <laughs> oh no uh i think we're gonna go into uh our last topic of the hour uh just wanted to see what you guys can think of a video game that you would like to see an anime series for any video game um if the video game already has an anime series you know you can talk about how you would improve it but i would like to hear you know what your choice would be what kind of game it would be and like you know what it would need for you to feel like you'll be successful um we'll throw it to lance first let's see what your answer is um yeah i always thought it was hard it's easy to turn an anime into a video game i feel like um but a a video game that can be turned to an anime it's hard to yeah. do that because uh video games like have parameters they have uh systems combat systems limitations then it's so hard to like translate that into a a fluid narrative yeah but remember it doesn't have to be like a the same type of genre that's a, if it's like an action game it doesn't have to be an action game if you feel like these characters like somehow can like do like a slice of life uh type anime you feel like they have like enough uh like characteristics between you know amongst the characters that can like push a comedy a rom-com or anything like that like for me uh i feel like the legend of zelda it's like one of the perfect things and i feel like everyone's been waiting for you know some kind of like theories to come out that like a true like well-built like i don't know like ufotable or like any of these like high-end uh anime uh groups to make it because the actions are great the the storylines are simple enough to i think you can fit it in a 13 episode one season block um and like the characters are lovable everyone loves those characters and i think people are like kind of waiting to like i guess feel like link can talk or i guess if you make a mute the whole way through still be able to have more expressions because we're seeing that now with like breath of the wild or skyward sword or wind waker like he's more expressive he's not like this boring wonder boy uh with all these weapons in his meat pocket and trying to uh, hurt people with so and yeah i mean like breath of the wild was like i mean i like that was a good story and i feel like zelda would be like probably like best girl if you if you give her the chance to like uh show off so um yeah, that's just like uh, a one that I I thought of uh, not too long ago. Well, I guess um, like if it doesn't have to get the same genre as the video games, I would choose 
Octopath Traveler. Um, so that's a that's a turn-based RPG by Square Enix. Uh, well, this is new, um, but <laughs> <laughs> but for Octopath, they have such great characters. They have um, the yeah. eight main protagonists. Uh, they have their jobs that distinguish them, and uh, you get to learn about uh, their quirks Each just like a, yeah, yeah, any good RPG. Um, the problem with Octopath that uh, I found was that they never got to really show the characters interacting too much with each other. It was mm -hmm. um, they would have like short intermissions in between each chapters where the characters would, uh, whatever your current party is, the characters would just like have. A couple of lines of dialogue like a with each other. Playful banter. Yeah, a yeah. little playful banter with each other. Uh, did you actually play that game, Peter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I couldn't so finish you know it. What I, mean. <laughs> I was it's so such bad a huge at, the, game. at the fact that, like, yeah, you're right. This is, like, so interesting. Eight, like, different people and their storylines. The concept is great um, to have eight stories that are simultaneously going uh, yeah. or occurring at the same time. Uh, but the problem is that they, in the game they just couldn't really. There's no chemistry between the characters. Yeah, there's no cohesion between them. There wasn't main chances for them to shine. I feel like an anime, uh, based in like a more slice of life format where you can just see these uh characters just pouring with personality, uh, actually yeah. interact with each other and, and like play off of each other in, um, like unique uh, storylines. I wouldn't really base an anime strictly on the narrative of octopath i feel like the stories are written in a way that it only allows for the each character to shine in their own story yeah uh, i'm not sure how you would uh, have an anime where all eight of them are existing within for example like therian's uh storyline or like tresta's storyline i don't feel like it's you can really make a, a substantial anime with all no, eight of them I think, just I think they the would... story I think they would have to like add more to it. They would have to like talk to Square Enix and talk, like, you know, figure out like some like medium to like add more and to be able to cohesively like to weave the stories together. Because you're right, individually yeah. they can have like their own like little mini anime series and it'll be amazing. Yeah. But once you start mixing characters together, then like it doesn't feel like we're just throwing in characters just like throwing characters. There's like yeah, no substance to why they're You would there. need to meld all the storylines together into one. Probably cut some of the um, the non-important arcs out of the story. Yeah. If you want to go that way, it's in like following the storyline strict, like, like actually following the video game storyline. It would have to go that way. But I feel like there's definitely um, uh, something there for uh, making an anime about and showing off these eight characters. I like I like that choice. That was, that was a very good choice. I forgot. I totally forgot about Octopath Traveler. Another one just to throw in there, uh, Fire Emblem. I feel like, like for sure, deserves like a like a like a, like an action, I guess, uh, series. But like I feel like throwing like a more slice of life feel to it, like a more lighthearted uh, tone and like the action in the background. I feel like that would really sell because i mean like pe people fall in love with these fire emblem characters so like why not like you know thrust their characters and their personalities out more and like just sell it on that kind of thing as a um as an anime that would follow like strictly the story of fire emblem i'm not sure if it would 
meld very well because I, I feel like um, Fire Emblem's strongest suit is more so its its combat and game mechanics versus uh, the narrative specifically. But uh, I did uh, just recently read up on Fire Emblem Heroes. They have uh, they based a four coma off yep. of uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. Just silly shit. Just silly shit. Every single uh, chapter of that four coma is uh, hero. Uh, the Fire Emblem characters from every single series uh, in the franchise uh, in these wacky, like, what-if interactions with each other. And I feel like that would be a really good anime yeah. for, like, a sort of like, episodic... Um, or maybe yeah. uh, just, like, <laughs> in the same vein as, like, Asobi Asobase or, like, Nichijou. Yeah, like, like, Nichijou, like, like, just, like, just, just weird skits. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because so they much, have like... enough... They have enough characters and personalities to where, like, you can throw them all in, and or you can throw some whatever combination, yeah. yeah, and it, it organically build itself because like these characters are so in their lanes that you know what they're gonna react when something happens, mm -hmm. and then like it just like it just writes itself. I, I mean, yeah, like that shit was so. But that's it, I mean, you that's still have like, the action, the medieval combat and magic of Fire Emblem. Uh, yeah. Fire Emblem, but so maybe like just like thing. a yeah, just like short little segments like oh, Ike is in battle with um, uh, Ike is in battle with say like Byleth, and then they uh, you can have like their flashing combat, but it's really like their interactions throughout the fight that's that's about uh, yeah these just seeing these two in action in motion in an anime, uh, that would be the real appeal of it. For sure, and then we're just uh, slowly uh, like put out hinters of like who's gonna get shipped with who, and then that would just like that oh, would, would just drive break the whole crazy. internet right yeah. there. They'd be just... like, "No, guys, guys only." It's like, "Don't you dare put a guy and a girl together, you fucks!" No, like, just can, have like, like Felix and Annette there. walking together in the background behind. Yeah. Bio and Ike as they are the main characters of the story, and people will go nuts about, whoa, those two characters are together! Oh, it must yeah. be canon! Oh, they're fucking! Yeah! Yeah, I mean... It, yeah, I, it was, I, I that would, kind of I, setting, it was I would eat that shit up, yeah. Yeah, I'd eat, like, groceries, man. Uh, anyone else? Or, oh, if man. any case we can't think of anything, maybe we'll flip it over and to be, like, an anime series you would like to see as a video game. So... I always enjoy, like, how, like, One Piece is, like, kind of doing that, where, like, you kind of, like, go through the story and stuff like that, but I kind of want to see it more expansive. Um, like, Naruto and, like, if we throw it for, like, uh, like The Witcher 3 or, like, Horizon Zero Dawn, where it's, like, this huge open world. Because, I mean, we know the Naruto world. We love it. We understand it. Like, but, like, to be able to be, like, in it, make your own like you know ninja character and then like live like go through like your own like story progression like either like alongside naruto or even like whatever just have or just have some characters uh, cameo in it but i feel like i mean open world rpg is like the standard now for like a triple a title game so i i want to see like naruto like in that setting or bleach or one piece you know like any any of the big three uh would be interesting to like kind of like make your own character and then live in that world me just expressing how much more tuny i i want to be in my life <laughs> yeah um 
there's two video games that I wanted it as an anime for. One of them actually became an anime, which is uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. That became an anime. And but it was okay. It, was, it wasn't. It, it, we'll see. I don't think it was. It like is what it was. It is what it was. Like, it, it was actually. It was really accurate. And I was actually yeah. surprised at how one to one accuracy it was. And, you know, it was great because I wanted to see, you know, those characters animated. Yep. And it is exactly. The same cases. The same case, the same thing, the same dialogue. And it was great. I felt the same way with uh, Professor Layton when they did the oh, movie for yeah, Professor yeah, yeah. Layton, mm-hmm. and then they did the anime with his daughter for mm-hmm. like fifty episodes, and that was pretty much like her entire game in yeah. those fifty episodes. Um, the execution was like spot on because it's like exactly how she acts in the game is how she acts in the animation, and yeah. she's voiced by Kana Hanazawa, so that was. Like, That's why you watched it. Blew my fucking mind even more, but like I wouldn't be like, hey. You gotta watch it, cause I, I wouldn't recommend it unless you like play the game and you love the game, cause it's like, it doesn't offer anything except for fan service for the, you know, for the people who have played the game. Yeah. And so another one of that I'm, so I wanted it in an anime, and they announced an anime is the world ends with you. With you. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, it's it's an amazing game, but. I don't know, man. Uh, I I'm nervous. How what if you want it like true, like just pretty much like a like one to one shot from how the game is, or do you want them to? Of course, I want them to expand on it because there's you know parts that I didn't understand, but the the that game made you feel things, you know. Yeah. And I, I as long as I get to feel those same feelings, I'm happy. Yeah, watch. They just gonna be like, we only get one season. And oh, and I need to get the same music. I need the same music. I need deja vu. I mean, mean, it's possible, but I don't know. They only greenlit for one one season. If they greenlit for two seasons, I would like say like you're gonna get your wish, and they're gonna be able to like you know spread out the wealth and like be able to like grow these characters. But like you know how it goes. If you only get one season, you're gonna cut out. A lot of uh, and a lot of character development and a lot of like really good backstory that would like make you fall in love with these characters even more. You're just gonna uh, get fucked. You'll be disappointed. But at and, least you saw it in animation. <laughs> an anime that I want based off a video game. Um, I don't know if you guys know this DS game called Lost in Blue. Um, it's Drop basically. Uh, I think the main character you're on a you're on a boat shipwrecks to a deserted island and then you have to like you know survive on the island craft things oh, yeah. and, um, you know find coconuts to like make stuff and uh, eventually find a, a way out of the island. I think the Lost in Blue two you get same situation on a boat but there's a girl who is blind i think i think it was uh, that game and then so, out so yeah but she'll help you do certain tasks because you know because she can't help out at the hunting and all that kind of stuff she'll help out with like you know a lot of the house joy type of stuff but uh basically like island survival 
explore exploration type of anime. Yeah, yeah I kind of want to play this. This looks interesting. Yeah. That sounds really baller. Like, I mean, did they have like a cute relationship with each other? Like, is there was there like good enough interactions? Or is she like don't a, just remember. a dead fish? I oh, we, don't remember. Now we gotta play this game together and see, cause. Uh, it, it was like one of my one of my favorite like not like my it's one of my more memorable DS games that I've played. Mm. Yeah, I mean you should play the Wii version. It's probably uh, no, I heard the Wii version was terrible. I hear. Oh really? You know, I feel like a lot of Wii games became terrible. They yeah. were good on the DS, and then they were like, "Let's make a Wii version because you know instead of a stylus, you can use a Wii mode." And then you're like, "Wait a second. How am I supposed to use a Wiimote for this, you know? That's crazy, too. I'm looking at, like, the artwork. It's, like, completely different in the Wii version. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. It is, like, it went from, like, just, uh, like, Super Mario Galaxy to back to, like, Super Mario 64. It was, like, fucking like, can, I, can I vent about that? Like, you know, um, Trauma Center on yeah. DS, you know, oh, you get to do the surgery. Center. Sorry. That one oh, did you do? You right, you right, you right. Trauma Center does deserve an anime. The chicks are hot. Um, Wait a minute. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about okay, even, like the, even the guys are pretty good looking too. Okay, not gonna lie. But uh, okay. besides that, you know, on the DS, you got your precision stylist. You know, cut cut into the body. You know, do the do the surgery, right? Yeah, but then they made the Wii version, and then they expect you to, you know slice things and yeah. cut things with the remote and it's terrible maybe because you don't have a steady hand <laughs> you ever think no, of that i totally get it one of my first what? wii games i ever rented from blockbuster was uh trauma center second opinion from wii uh for the wii and right? there's a one point when you're playing as the stupid white-haired uh protagonist girl uh i could not for the life of me i could not get past her chapter because you have to be so damn fast with your wiimote cut down <laughs> cut out like a tumor <laughs> use her special ability that slows down time uh no oh, it yeah. heals them <laughs> so you have to like like strategically heal them at the right time as you're cutting out like the tumor yeah and i could not do it and i was on easy i was like I am physically <laughs> incapable of beating this game like, it because makes of the damn motion controls. Screen. It makes sense on a touchscreen, but like on a Wiimote, it just doesn't work. Like Cooking a Mama, why did they make have to make a Wii version, you know? Like, that shit worked on the Because he wants you to do the motions, right? And I want to freaking bash the hamburger <laughs> meat, okay? <laughs> With my Wiimote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no one's gonna be able to see me doing that. I don't know why I'm like to keep doing that. Okay. Uh, any other and any anything else you guys want to throw in real quick? Hell yeah, ReZero. ReZero needs a video game. And in fact, I was just looking it up. Thank you, Wikipedia. ReZero is actually getting a video game. Is it? Is it like uh, a it's gonna. Book? It's gonna be. Um, let's see. What the hell can you do in ReZero except for die? <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be a um, it's gonna be a strategy uh, like make your own story game, uh, which I mean the narrative ReZero totally lends itself to that. 
is going to be a like XCOM like strategy, which, or we're talking about like turn-based RPG. We're talking more like um, uh, light novel. What, what's it called the a light novel video game? Is that what it's called when uh, oh. so you you pick different just like Subaru, you pick different options, and then the story will branch out. Uh, depending on your decisions, oh, and then some of them will lead to death, and then yeah, and then you restart. Yeah, visual novel, um, and others will lead to an entirely different uh, ending. Oh wow, yeah, I'm looking at it now. It is straight up visual novel. You know, that's surprisingly, that's not that's like kind of the route that a lot of animes end up just going to, especially rom coms. Like if you think of a, like any of your favorite rom coms, they probably have like a visual novel. Because, you know, you're fucking so sucked into that fan service, like a uh, Nisekoi, like that raw that that visual novel uh game for that one is so good, because it literally is like, hey, this is what happens when you choose the other girls, and see how that goes, and then you just get fan service, up the wazoo, and uh, it's that's the beautiful. best way to do um, yeah. Uh... That's like the of... easiest way to go through. <laughs> yeah, like you don't have to like really think about it. The story's kind of already there. You just have to like add a couple like extra fluff. So, I like these TV um, versions. Yeah. Uh, a game that I would want to see turn into an anime. It has like a live action that's coming out pretty soon. It'd be uh, Monster Hunter World. It'd be like Ooh. Creature of the Week, where like you know how like Godzilla. Yep. That's like all, all those monsters, except it'd be like one monster every episode. And then instead of the monsters fighting each other, it's four dudes wrecking the monster shit. Yeah. Would you want like the same four dudes or it's just like, it doesn't matter. Just, just like, it's, I guess the fighting is what's the cool part. Yeah. Just the fighting. It doesn't have to be the same people. It could just be like some like main characters, like the Admiral and sometimes or like Chats. I was talking about like the the people who are fighting, because I feel like the admiral guys and like the handler they all need to be like in their spots. But like, I don't know if you want to like rotate like the four people in the party oh, yeah. to fight. Just have like all the fibers or whatever rotating, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and they're all just chads, and they're all just like really buff, and they're all just carrying like big swords around. Yeah, I mean that'd be pretty cool. I I'm I'm pretty excited about the movie. Yeah, just because like it's it's cool just to see like Monster Hunter as a movie. I don't like I have like probably like zero expectations for it because uh, I mean it's the same people that made Resident Evil and like Resident Evil movies haven't been good since like two, three, maybe. <laughs> so me, I loved all of them as oh, bad man. as they became to be. So we can't you tell you like the final with chapter. Me. We should have a movie night. Just a side note. <laughs> I I, I kind of want to rewatch all of them because I don't remember. That's so funny. Me. I literally, I'm not even joking. I before we, uh, logged on for this podcast, I was watching ReZero, the uh, not ReZero, uh, Resident Evil, the final chapter. Oh, oh wow! Like on TV. I was just watching clips on YouTube because I never watched it, and oh my goodness, it is so bad. It is just horrendous. Movie night. Definitely put that on movie night. It, it made my eyes bleed. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that is all the time that we have for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. 
make sure i i'm trying to right now get it all on the apple uh podcast and and stitcher and spotify so you guys will see it see it on like the next couple weeks as the episodes roll out but yeah make sure you guys download all the news that we talked about this week all the links will be in the description uh social media will be in the description and then uh that's about it if you guys have any like topics you guys want us to talk about or any like funny questions that you guys want us to answer go ahead send it to me on social media and then uh, we'll probably talk about it in a future podcast but that's all the time that we have for today guys uh i will see you guys next time bye guys see ya see ya